Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Did you know that Joe Biden is trying to install Jamie Raskin's wife as the vice chair of the Federal Reserve? Not a lot of talk on that. I mean, MSNBC has their documentary, Love and Constitution. Jamie Raskin does not love the Constitution. As a matter of fact, we should, start, we should change January 6th to January 6th. Because here you have a man who walks, who sounds just like a more disheveled Bernie Sanders sometimes. Talking about how much he loves the Constitution. What part of it does he love? The part where unelected judges make law? Or governments force you to get vaccinated? What, what part of the Constitution does Jamie Raskin love? Let me, let me ask, let me extend that to all Democrats. What part of the Constitution do you actually love? And what part of it are we actually living with at this point? You don't like the First Amendment. You don't like the Second Amendment. You don't like the Fourth Amendment. You don't like the Fifth Amendment. You like a clause in the Fifteenth Amendment. But what part of it do you actually like? The part that limits the federal executive and federal agencies? The part where states run elections? or the judiciary serves in good behavior but can't make law, what part of the Constitution do you actually like? The answer is none of it. Anything that gets in the way of the Democrat agenda is now a, is now a dormant portion of the Constitution. If it gets in the way of the progressive left, it goes dormant. Weintick 695, Patriot 9572874. I'm not even going to bother playing it because I don't care to play clips of Bill Maher. And I don't care to pay, play clips of any Democrat who senses that the, the wave is turning on them, who now is saying, well, it's time to end the mandates and get back to normal and masking up doesn't work for children. Which, by the way, Phil Murphy is now lifting the New Jersey state mask mandate. I mean, it's only been a year and a half since they've figured out that it didn't really work. These Johnny-come-latelys that want to act like, well, now that they've arrived at it, they figured it out. So now it's okay to say masking doesn't work or you could still get back up infected when you're vaccinated. Things that people were saying for a year, if not more, sometimes in the case of 18 months, that were shouted down and screamed at and blocked and censored and told we're going to get people killed. Now that they figured it out, Know that they understand it. Now it's okay. Don't hold your breath for a big apology. And that takes me to something way more important. The Daily Beast. This is a jumping off point. This is not a main point. This is a jumping off point. Headline the Daily Beast. You ready for this? Speaking of showing up a little late, Matt Lewis. You might not like it, but Hunter Biden's shenanigans are real news. Really, Daily Beast? Thank you so much. I mean, after you and all your media friends crapped all over the New York Post, said that they were lying liars who lie when they had access to Hunter Biden's laptop that he forgot that he left in a repair shop, where the hard drive has been poured over and verified by experts. And yep, these are legit emails. They're not, they're not 
you know, emails where text was imposed. These are legit email addresses. Now you're out going, whoa, 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 wait a second. I mean, we wanted to get Trump out of the way, but whoa, now we got to start pretending we're journalists. He writes, earlier this week, Politico reported the New York Times is still digging into Hunter Biden's business relationships. Wow. The gray lady sued the State Department to get emails about Hunter Biden that were sent or received by the U.S. Embassy in Romania. It'll be interesting to see what, if anything, new these emails reveal. Although it garnered more attention on the right than the mainstream media last September, Politico reporter Ben Schreckinger author of the Bidens, confirmed the validity of some of the controversial emails that surfaced during the 2020 campaign, including an email, get this, this is where we're going to go, with a Chinese oil executive referencing equity to be held for the big guy. The big guy was Joe Biden, according to the recipient, Tony Bobulinski, a business partner of, of, of Hunter's. Schreckinger also confirmed an email involving a Ukrainian business executive thanking Hunter for introducing him to his father at a dinner the previous night. Joe Biden's team denies the meeting. Meanwhile, conservative media is turning up the heat. Fox Nation is currently streaming a four-part series called Who is Hunter Biden? And author Peter Schweizer just published a new book called Red Handed, which alleges that the Biden family received some $31 million from Chinese individuals who are linked to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. According to Schweizer, one of these individuals was Che Fung, who is referred to in emails by Hunter Biden as the super chairman. Schweizer also alleges that Hunter Biden was paying his father's bills with foreign money. If true, these revelations dramatically advanced the story from garden variety corruption, Hunter Biden trading on his daddy's name, to something much more nefarious. I'm going to show you right now that something much more nefarious. This is a piece from The Hill. Not exactly a known far right-wing conspiracy theory website. We know that Joe Biden's first act as president of the United States, or at least as it relates to energy, was to cancel a series of American pipelines. And to put in place a moratorium on mining rare earth while simultaneously signing an executive order demanding that the auto industry produce 50% battery-operated vehicles. Now, I have shown you over and over and over again the Chinese expansion of rare earth mining in Africa. They are carving up Africa at light speed. The Chinese want to work with the Taliban to begin rare earth mining in Afghanistan. The United States has some of the largest deposits of rare earth materials, which I've also identified, if need be, if there are calls that want to scream and yell and argue, I keep a file right here on the computer. I can open it up and explain it all to you. Joe Biden is destroying our energy sector. He is literally destroying our energy sector. He is crippling our energy across the board, oil, natural gas, and now mining. Wait till I get to this. Sanctions or no sanctions, Russia is going to meet global demand if we will not. The Germans, the Germans 
Now they're talking about what to do if Russia crosses the border with Ukraine. What to do? They're wholly dependent on Russia right now. Do you think China's going to stop buying Russian oil and natural gas? No, of course not. So our NATO allies can talk a good game, but they are dependent on Russia. This was Chuck Schumer's concerns with the P5 plus one plan in Iran, that Iran's economic ties to our NATO allies would prevent them to put prevent them from putting sanctions back on Iran should they attempt to develop a nuclear weapon. We had sanctions on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. That's another thing. Trump, Biden list lifted them. Oil and natural gas is poisoning the environment, he says, unless his son is investing in it. Now, just a little side note, also from The Hill, to give this next article some context. White House unveils recommendations to promote union membership. Can somebody, anybody, please tell me what part of the Constitution instructs the federal government to promote union membership? What part? The 43-page report outlines almost 70 recommendations for federal government employee agencies to promote union membership and collective bargaining. A White House official said that Biden has accepted the recommendations and that the task force plans to submit a second report to the president within six months that outlines progress in implementing the recommendations as well as additional proposals. Among their recommendations, the task force directed the Office of Personnel Management to remove unnecessary barriers to union organizing and membership within federal workplaces. The report says four agencies will improve, uh, remove impediments to allow union organizers to talk with federal employees and employees of federal contractors on federal property about the benefits of worker organizing. So now the government is going to use taxpayer resources to corral workers and force them to join private labor organizations, which then extract a portion of their wages, which will then be donated back to Democrats. So where does that take us? to the other side of the Hill website. Twin Metals Mine Cancellation is a gut punch to U.S. steelworkers and a gift to China. That's right. Last week, the Biden administration effectively canceled two longstanding mineral leases at the Twin Metals Mine located in northeastern Minnesota. This decision is not only a serious blow to the thousands of union workers. Oh, my God. Wait a second. We're promoting union membership while we're destroying the energy sector that creates good-paying union jobs. Biden's own words. Gotta have good-paying union jobs. He's destroying good-paying union jobs. He's destroying mining. He's destroying oil refining. He is destroying pipelines. He is doing all of this. Who is benefiting? It is China and Russia. Instead of making a strategic energy partnership with NATO that would otherwise forbid the purchase of Russian oil and natural gas, our NATO allies are buying nothing but Russian oil and natural gas. They couldn't even buy it from us if they wanted to because of Biden. 
This decision is not only a serious blow to the thousands of union workers who would have built and operated the mine, but also antithetical to the president's stated climate and energy goals, which need a substantial and stable supply of minerals to operate. The Twin Metals Mine is a state-of-the-art underground copper, nickel, and cobalt and platinum group metals operation using some of the most advanced and precise uh, methods of extraction. It is part of the Duluth complex in northern Minnesota that, according to the U.S. Geological Survey, contains the largest undeveloped deposits of nickel, cobalt, and PGM in the world. Now, let me explain what the benefits of this are. These metals are necessary components to modern life and crucial to the expanded development of green energy technologies. The cobalt mine from Twin Metals could be used to build lithium-ion batteries. The nickel could be used in advanced battery storage technologies, and the copper could be used in solar panels and wind turbines. Instead of being canceled, these jobs should be heralded as the green energy jobs the president often touts. Well, why is he doing that? Because the Chinese want to make this stuff. We're going to be buying rare earth from the Chinese. Ten percent for the big guy. We're shutting down our oil pipelines while the Bidens are invested in Chinese oil. We sold twenty percent of our uranium mining to the Russians under Obama. This is insane. Let's go Beijing. Let's go Beijing. Let's go, Beijing. That is what the president is doing right now. He is using the executive branch to destroy our energy. We were energy independent. It wasn't that long ago. We had $2 a gallon of gas. Now it's over $4 in New Jersey where I live. Over $4. Inflation is crushing us. And we're going to get into that because now Biden wants Jamie Raskin's wife to be the vice chair of the Federal Reserve. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.